What's up, guys? It's your girl, Constance Tannen, and welcome to another episode of Constance, the podcast. So today is not a For the Creatives episode. We're going to take it back a notch. Y'all know confidence is huge to me. Um, if y'all don't know, one of the goals that I have in life is to um, instill the level of confidence that I have in any woman that comes in contact with the with my content. Uh, I really want any woman that watches me, listens to me, gets to know me, I really want them to feel the way I feel about myself about themselves. Okay? And... Um, received a comment online or on a past YouTube video. The YouTube video was, I don't benefit from pretty privilege. And shout out to Shakura online. She left a comment. She said, I love listening to this. Please talk about how to build self-confidence and how to build self-respect. And so I've been sitting with that comment. I've just been thinking, and it's come to my attention that I guess I don't necessarily remember all of the steps that I took to get to this point. I've shared small snippets with you guys. You know, when I sit and I reflect, I think about small things that kind of brought me to the point that I'm at today. But, um, I guess I want to have some self-reflection time, and I want to try to see if I can walk you guys through the process of becoming confident and having self-respect. And um, today's episode is off the top of my head. It's off the dome. There are no notes. So if y'all hear some uns and some oohs and some ahs, bear with me, okay? But I think it is very important that this is something that is touched on, Um Everyone's always talking about being confident and loving yourself and having self-respect and, uh, you know, working on yourself, love or whatever it is. But I don't think anyone really gives a concise list of rules to follow or steps to follow, right? Um, and I think it's because I don't think there's any one black or white way to get to this point. I attended a podcast uh, on Sunday. I was a guest on a podcast. Shout out to Raina King. If y'all aren't already doing so, make sure you're following her. Um, dope podcast. The podcast episode that I was featured in was focused on colorism. So we talked about, uh, it, was, it was a panel of different uh, tones of brown women. And we just talked about our experiences with colorism and with our race and things like that. And um, I bring up that podcast because her mom actually mentioned something. And I guess she talked about how Raina was struggling with her skin color and uh, she encouraged Raina to like dig deeper because it, it's her, there's nothing wrong with her skin, so it's something internally and something I've talked about on this podcast a lot. First of all, shout out to her mom. I think that was a great point. Something that um, that made me think about was uh, you guys know I love journaling. I always talk about journaling, and so it brought me back to that uh, the concept of journaling. And if if you wake up today or if you wake up any day and you feel like you aren't beautiful or there isn't, there isn't anything to love or there isn't anything great about you, I think it's important to take a second to kind of sit and reflect on why you feel that way. You know, do you feel inadequate because someone had told you that? Do you feel inadequate because maybe no one has ever told you that? Do you feel, um, you know, why do you feel the way you feel about yourself? That's super important because that's going to help you get to the root of, why you feel the way you feel. I think oftentimes we have these emotions and we kind of just don't take that time to reflect. And instead of reflecting, we start assigning blames to people. Or maybe we don't even take it that far as to assigning blames. We just kind of go past it. We don't even take time to sit and reflect. We don't take time to think about it at all. And we just go with that mindset. And that mindset begins to manifest in several different ways. So it's super important 
to take time to think about why you feel the way you feel. I talked to you guys about uh, my journey to confidence and how there was a point in time where I didn't think I was beautiful, and I attribute I attribute that to the um, like my parents' failure to sit with me and talk about my self image and self love and self confidence. And I think that's what it was. I think I wasn't hearing it enough, and so I wasn't hearing it enough at home before I got to other people, before I got to hanging around with other people, whether it be in school or whatever. And when I got to school, I started to hear for the first time, like, oh, you're ugly or dark skin or whatever. And I never thought about beauty. I never thought about it but um, because I was, it was not something that I talked about in home. But when I got to school and people were talking about it, I began to believe, like, oh, you know what, I guess – I guess that that is what I am. And so I allowed their words to determine how I felt about myself because I never even learned how to not care about what people think. Um, so, yeah, mine definitely stemmed from that, the lacking in that conversation with my parents within the home. And so if you were to ask me, I think it does start in home and it starts with yourself and it just starts with making sure that you do love yourself now if you're obviously older like if you're watching this and you're older and you missed that point where you could talk about it with your family and you didn't have parents to kind of walk you through that self-confidence thing then you've got to start telling yourself and I think that's really what faking it till you make it means you know they talk about affirmations and if you aren't familiar with the concept of affirmations affirmations are essentially words and even sometimes behaviors that we tell ourselves or do to ourselves so that our mind becomes um, programmed to believe, you know, these things that we're telling ourselves or how we act or how we treat ourselves. And if you are constantly feeding yourself positive affirmations, you will soon begin to believe those affirmations. The same way if you're constantly telling yourself, you're not good at something, you'll soon begin to believe that you're not good at something. Or even the way people constantly will beat someone up and they'll say, hey, you ain't shit, you, you ain't beautiful, you ain't cool, you ain't da-da-da-da-da, it begins to manifest and you begin to believe it. When you are constantly, when things are constantly put in your face, in your mind, you begin to believe it. And so understand that you do have the, pro the power to reprogram your mind and your beliefs. And so take it upon yourself to begin to tell yourself even if you don't necessarily believe it, that you are beautiful. Now, as I was saying that, a message came to my mind, and it was like um, telling yourself that – a message came to my mind, and it was like, I don't know, I just thought about God and a relationship with God. Y'all know I'm so big on my relationship with God. Um, I think one of the things that I also kind of brought me to – full confidence was fostering that relationship with God when you have a relationship with God and you realize that like God has chosen you to be on this earth for a specific reason to carry out a specific um a specific message or journey or purpose I think that does a little something to how you feel about yourself it did something to me for me um when I began to associate my existence with God's divine purpose I began to realize that I was so much more than what anyone else saw and so if you aren't already doing so I encourage you to foster a relationship with God get to know God when you get to know God and you see that God has so much great 
like he has so many great things to say about you you begin to realize you know what i am that girl because i have i have a mission okay and not only do i have a mission but i was handpicked by god to fulfill such a great i want to keep saying the word journey but journey ain't the word but y'all get what i'm saying right this is all over the place, but now I'm starting to think about how, you know, confidence is also, I think there are different tiers of confidence. Um, you know, you can feel confident in your looks, but not necessarily confident in the workplace. Or you can feel confident in the workplace, but not necessarily confident in your dating life. Um, there are so many different levels to confidence, and I think, I think we got to tackle them piece by piece. And I think we got to be okay with, like, the journey it takes to getting to love ourselves, especially uh, at this age, like I'm 25. I think it's so much easier in our youth to kind of learn to be confident because we aren't dealing with so much, but when we're at this age and there's so many things in life and there's so many different aspects of life where you can or cannot be confident or you aren't confident. Um, I think it's important to be okay with the journey. I think being okay with the journey in any aspect of your life is super important because things just don't happen overnight. Even the concept of, of affirmations, telling yourself that you're beautiful, telling yourself that you're great, telling yourself that you're intelligent, telling yourself that you are um, amazing. You know, all of these things, it's going to take time to fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? So be okay with that. Um, I don't even think, see, I'm all over the place. I don't even think I really uh, touched on like the affirmations that you can begin to implement into your life. And it's certain things like just taking a second. Like, let me speak recently. So recently, um, I think it was like sometime last year, I was really struggling with being confident in my sexuality. Right. And um, I was I was battling with that uh, because I was struggling with truly believing that God accepted me for me. Right. I think that that was affecting my confidence and I began just reading the Bible more fasting praying and one of the things that um God kind of sent to me was to wake up in the mirror and just look at myself in the mirror and tell myself that I am all of these things that God believes that I am um when you have these negative thoughts in your mind it's the fucking devil Okay, and it's the devil trying to make you feel like you ain't you ain't that girl, and it's to stop you from getting to that point that God wants to get you to so that you can complete whatever God has set you on this earth to do. Now, the devil sometimes is, it is us. That, that, that inner voice in your head that's like telling you all these negative things, whether you want to call it the devil, whether you want to call it yourself, you really have to reprogram it. So anyways, I would stand in the mirror, I would look at myself, and I would tell myself, like, I'm chosen by God, I am loved by God, I am beautiful. You know, God has a purpose for me. Um, God is going to guide me and navigate me through whatever it is that I need to do in life to become who he wants me to be. And, you know, and reminding myself to have faith in God. And I would constantly repeat these things and just reminding myself that I am, that I am God's creation. And it's okay for me to be the way that I am. And God will guide me to wherever I need to be in life, however I need to be in life right and so I would take that initiative to speak these affirmations and over time I began to just feel calm and begin to recognize that God loves me for who I am and how I am I think that was an affirmation that I would speak as well um, I think those affirmations help
If you're still here, that means you fuck with your girl. This is a brief intermission. If you need advice, make sure you call in and leave a voicemail. 240-587-3186. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Call in, leave a voicemail. If you need advice on whatever it may be, give me a call, and I'll address it here on the next episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening to this on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating after today's show. All right, let's head back into the podcast. Yeah, it was a very transparent moment. I never talked about that, but I don't think I've ever told anybody that actually. But um, some it takes that internal work, you know, to get to loving yourself. So beyond, let's say, confidence and sexuality. Oh no, that's fine. But like another thing. So when I was at that um, colorism podcast with Ryan King, I'm I'm sitting and I'm listening to one of the girls. Shout out to Lisa. She was sitting beside me and she was talking about how. Um, one of the things she encourages her little sister to do is to make sure that she is following people that, first of all, make sure you're in places that you are celebrated and follow, like, on social media, make sure you're following people that make you feel good. And I didn't realize that that was actually something that I was doing um, subconsciously. Uh, and I think that's a great takeaway point. If you're struggling with confidence in how you look, got to make sure you're following people that make you feel good about the way you look. Um yeah, so I said that that was something I was doing subconsciously. I didn't realize I was doing it, but I don't follow celebrities on the internet. I do not follow celebrities on the internet. I do not follow women on the internet that uh, wear a lot of makeup. I do not follow women on the internet that I cannot relate to uh, physically, mentally. I don't follow people that don't that could potentially not make me feel good about myself. Um, there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup. There's nothing wrong with, you know the plastic surgery or whatever. I also don't follow women with that have BBLs. Like there, I just am very conscious about what it is that I consume. And so the same way you want to speak these affirmations over your life, you want to make sure that you're creating an environment for you that also makes you feel good. And that does not have a negative effect on how you feel about yourself. Um, yeah. I think the reason I don't, the reason I don't follow those people is I guess because I cannot relate to them. Um, we taking it back. I don't really know how this relates, but I feel like it kind of relates, so I'm going to share it. Growing up, I was not allowed to wear or dibble and dabble in makeup. Um, my mom did not wear makeup. We didn't have an inch of makeup in the house, actually. And my dad was not fond of it. So my dad was, like, very big on not allowing me to alter the way I look in any way, shape, or form. I remember one time I actually, <laughs> I like dyed my hair brown and my dad was like, nah, you gotta go back to black. Like I was not allowed to really experiment with my look and I think some might argue that that's like very authoritarian and like that's not okay because it was preventing me from getting to find myself and it may have been but it also has some very positive effects on me because at the time it forced me to become very comfortable with who I am and how I look and that's why I don't wear makeup today I've never felt the need to really get into makeup because over time I've learned that I am beautiful the way that I am and I'm not saying you should not wear makeup that's not the purpose of this although that I argue that you should feel comfortable in your skin without it um the point of this is just to say that like I was trained or I was brought up to be to like by force I had to accept how I look because I didn't have access to any material that could really alter how I look. And so um, as I've grown up, I've just tended to gravitate more towards uh, women that look like me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that that was a big when she, When Lisa had shared that at the podcast, I was like, that's a really good point. And I think that's very important. 
Um, I hope these dots are connecting, y'all. But, yeah, you got to make sure you are creating an environment for you that, like, makes you feel good. So this can even go on into, like, friend groups, right? Um, If you hanging out with a bunch of girls that don't make you feel good about yourself, whether it's because physically they aren't relatable or maybe it's because they literally attack you with their words, you got to cut them off. Got to cut them off. Um, if you, you can even talk about dating. If you're dating someone that does not make you feel good about yourself, you've got to cut them off. I remember there was this one girl that I was really interested in. And um, one time I said, like, you know what, I want to cut my hair. And she was like, don't do that. And that has always stuck with me that I was still trying to chase somebody that wouldn't even allow me to, like, explore with my natural look. And, you know, my girlfriend now, she's just so supportive of any decision I make. And I love that. And I think that's so important. Like, you got to make sure that the person that you're with, especially in this age or even if you're older, like, you know, we get into the dating scene, you dating people, they got to, like, make you feel good about yourself. Got to make you feel good about yourself. I think a lot of the work to becoming confident is internal. But those external factors do matter. You know, make sure you're putting yourself in places that really make you feel good. Even in the workplace. Even in the workplace. I remember when I was in L.A., I was actually looking for employment. So I, I went to one interview and the um, the person interviewing me at the time, they were the CEO of the company or whatever the hell they were. And he was talking to me like... I wasn't, I don't even know, like, the way he was talking to me, thank God I, I was, at that point, I mean, I was pretty confident in myself. He was talking to me like I just wasn't worthy of being in the job. And I, the energy I was feeling, whether it's me projecting or whatever it is, the energy I was feeling was given that this nigga did not fuck with me because I was black. I was black. I went in with my afro. Like, you know, one thing about me is I am unapologetically black. Unapologetically black. And... The nigga was just, I just did not make me feel good. I can't even think of the scenario. Like, I couldn't even give y'all a real scenario or an example of the shit that he was saying to me, but it was not making me feel good. And they did actually end up offering me the job. I remember as he was saying the shit that he was saying, there was another woman that sat beside him, and she was, like, telling him, like, you, like her energy was as if she was embarrassed by the shit that he was saying. Anyways, they offered me the job, and I ended up declining it because I did not feel like that was going to be a place that I could work in based off of what he was saying. And, like, off the energy he was giving me, you got to be, like, stand up for yourself. I mean... Take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. If you need a job because that's paying your bills, don't quit the job and say Constance told you to. Listen to your heart. Listen to God. Talk to God. Console about that. But I'm just saying, like, don't put yourself in an environment that's not going to make you feel good. I believe if I would have worked for that man, I would not have felt good because I was not feeling good during the interview. The nigga was not making me feel good about how I presented myself to him. And I was I presented myself to him in the rawest, most natural form. So if he didn't accept me then, there was no way he was going to accept me, and I was not going to allow myself to be in that space. Y'all get what I'm saying? Remember another example, also in L.A. Also, L.A. is so superficial. I went to um, a job interview. I actually had some two-strand twists in my hair. I did a twist out when I had an afro. And the employer, a black man, said to me, are you going to do something with your hair if you get this job? And I was thinking to myself, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I literally thought, I, I think I... I actually said to him, I mean, what's wrong with my hair? Like, as a black woman, this is a protective style. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it, but 
she gonna have a problem with that pointed to another black woman and I was thinking to myself all right yeah so I can't work for this environment because if I want to wear a two-string twist I'm gonna wear a two-string twist anyways the whole point of this is to say you gotta really be like along with doing the internal work make sure the external matches make sure the external is good like make sure the external makes you feel good make sure your external makes you feel good for who you are and loves you for who you are you know yeah I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I, I've left I feel like this could be a series alone on its own because uh, I know I'm gonna sit and listen to the playback and be like I should have touched on this I should have touched on that I think confidence and self-respect and self-love is a journey you gotta be okay with that journey as I always say Just remember, you are beautiful, you are great, and you are loved. And I do want to say here, I don't think I've ever said it, if, if you've ever come in contact with me and I made you feel any less than what you are, I do apologize because you are great. And honestly, another thing is you really do have to get to a point where you don't care about what people say about you. And I mentioned that I was unapologetically black. I'm unapologetically black, and I'm unapologetically constant. So you've got to be unapologetically you, regardless if I fuck with it, regardless if your mom fucks with it, regardless if Sally fucks with it, regardless if Susie fucks with it. One thing I always say is you have control over your life, how you move, and who's around you. If people don't fuck with you, don't let that break you down. You got to fuck with yourself harder, and you got to fucking... Love yourself enough to continue to be yourself in all spaces. So this might be a series alone in its own for the creatives. I ain't uh, forget y'all. I'm coming back with another for the creatives episode, but this was heavy on my heart. Again, shout out to Shakura online because thank you for making me come to talk about this. Um, it's so important that we as women learn to love ourselves. We as people learn to love ourselves. All right. So I'm going to end today's podcast. I'm going to listen to the playback. Y'all know I'll probably be back with some more shit to say about confidence. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you aren't already doing so, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you leave a review and a rating. If you listen to this on podcast streaming platforms, I'm always asking and y'all ain't doing it. Come on, get to it. Uh, this is an advice column, y'all. Please call in and leave me a voicemail. Call in 240-587-3186. If you are nervous about me answering the phone, I ain't going to answer it. It's going to be a voicemail, and I'll address it here on the podcast. If you're nervous about people judging you or recognizing your voice, fuck them. You need advice? I got you. And if they sitting and they tuning in and they listening, they probably need some advice too. Ain't nobody better than anybody. Feel free to call in again, 240-587-3186, and I got y'all with some advice. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Constance Pie. Follow my personal page at Black Mocha B L A C K M zero C H A. You can find Black Mocha on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Keep up with your girl, and I will see you guys in my next episode. Peace.